0: When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 2, chapter titled.
1: Boy Meets Real World
0: um hi i'm alden
1: i'm tanya i'm the boy i'm the girl
0: and uh this is boy meets girl meets boy meets world
1: in case you were wondering <laughs> in case when you found it on your podcast app or spotify you were like oh i uh what is the name of this podcast that i just clicked on
0: mm-hmm. and that theme song that i heard right and uh i know the name doesn't really give much about our show away but
1: <laughs> let us explain let's explain.
0: You. <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about Boy Meets World. Tanya, what have you been up to? Anything?
1: Um, well, we just had Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that happened.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Um, we are almost finished with a four-day weekend Uh that has been glorious, and I don't want to go back to work.
0: Yeah. Tanya, I mean, I tell you the kind of person that Tanya is. (laughs) Um, we have a four-day weekend. Started on Thursday, and at around um, 9 p.m. on Wednesday, Tanya was like, "Oh, I just don't want the weekend to be over. It <laughs> <laughs> hadn't even started." So here... I just
1: knew it was going to be so wonderful that once Monday came, I was going to be so sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying it though. Like I'm Good. not not enjoying it because I'm sad that it's going to be over at some point. But it's been a good weekend.
0: Yes, it has. Um, no, we haven't really been doing anything else, right? Like, I, Not really. We watched the worst Christmas movie.
1: The very worst. The, the most unhappiest of Christmas movies. I
0: mean, this probably is going to be controversial. Just ah. based on what I've seen on social media, people like this movie.
1: I'm starting to see the opposite.
0: I'm not paying attention, so I don't really know. Just a couple things I saw. Oh, we're not singing?
1: I mean, we can go ahead, I don't want to. I don't even sing in front of you, so
0: yeah, uh anyway,
1: but yeah, happiest season, boo, I wanted to love it so much, uh, I
0: actually wanted to like it, and I didn't really plan on watching it watching it. It's i mean we've we've been over the fact that Tanya is like all Christmas movie all the time, and I'm like some Christmas movie some the time,
1: like one Christmas movie every. <laughs> year one no
0: i like christmas carol i first off i love that one second off uh i like them here and there sparingly Uh, i don't like bad ones just because they're christmas movies like you do
1: um so yeah it's skip over it just skip over the movie and watch something else like um dash and lily (laughs) only dash and lily always dash and lily (laughs) i'm sorry i quit my
0: podcast (laughs) Um. Yeah, Tanya's just obsessed nonstop, twenty four seven. Dash and Lily. So. It's so good. Anyway. I finished
1: all the books.
0: Didn't we talk about this last week? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're done t- with Dash and Lily. Talk. What
1: have you done this week?
0: Uh, not a lot. So, ta da. <laughs>
1: Lucky for you guys, we can jump right into Boy Meets World.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a big one. We got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to talk about.
1: There's so much to write.
0: So much to write. We, you know, what else we did, Tanya?
1: <laughs> what did we do?
0: We watched Boy Meets World season what? five, episode two, chapter titled
1: "Boy Meets Real World." What? Boy Meets Real World.
0: <laughs> Bamatzorba. <laughs> um And uh, I guess it blurred me up.
1: Oh, oh, I wasn't ready for this but um
0: oh, it's funny that you caught me here <laughs> i can't
1: i feel so unprepared <laughs> the blur for season five episode two boy meets real world is Corey shoots a school documentary on his friends and family
0: um this episode was directed by alan myerson which is a fake person it's an alien in a human suit i actually now i'm starting to think that it's multiple aliens like as i was watching this stacked episode up on top of yeah each other. it's three aliens stacked up on top of each other one is alan he's the head middle is myers and then the bottom one is Myra's son. Is his son.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say it was like his sons, like three of them. I, the no, reason it's just
0: one. It's just, there's no S at the end. It's Myra's son.
1: Oh, so when you started saying that, I started thinking, like, bef- like as you were saying it, I pictured the gnomes from Gravity Falls just because we were just yeah. watching them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, this episode, uh, okay. So this episode apparently was written. Uh, I'm going off. Of, so the old boy meets wiki didn't uh, have the writer on this one again, which always means I turned to IMDb, and IMDb has some different shit every time. So it says it was written by Sally Steiner and Bob Tischler. We've never heard those names, so I don't know if this is true or not.
1: Hey, Sally, Bob, if you're listening, let us know. Did you write this episode?
0: And were you directed by three aliens in a trench coat? (laughs) Uh, before we get started, this this episode heavily um, heavily is heavily influenced by MTV's Real World, right? Which I guess must have been just making it just big around this time.
1: Well, I think it it had already been big, but at this point now, MTV was doing a lot more scaling back of music videos mm. and a lot more of pushing their TV shows, mm-hmm. um, and I mean it. It's a good premise for what is happening in the episode.
0: We're at the end of 1997. I think by now MTV was basically only showing videos during TRL.
1: I loved TRL. Oh,
0: golly. You were part of the problem. I
1: was part of the problem because I also loved Real World. Oh, I did too. And it took me a while because I was like, I don't like sports stuff but it i loved road rules as well and then when when they did the challenges the real world road rules challenge that was everything loved it so much
0: yeah i agree
1: but like i was you know i'm old so we really entered real world from the beginning Mm -hmm. like the beginning so i i don't know i think um this was probably a few years after it started I guess gaining so. traction.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I because I, I think the first season was like 94, 95, Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I what's the first big season you remember? Did you watch all of them? You couldn't have because you wouldn't be you wouldn't have been allowed to.
1: Well. The great thing about it is is that they played them all throughout the afternoons on MTV. So like they did the reruns from the night before or the night before that. Um and my mom would do things like um she would take college Spanish Spanish courses? Spanish? Sorry, I'm having trouble talking because I drank soda and it makes my mouth feel funny. But it probably means I shouldn't drink soda. Uh like, she would take Spanish courses at the community college with my oldest sister in the middle of the day. So that's... I don't
0: think that's what she was doing. No,
1: that is what
0: she was now doing. Now that I think, like, now that you say it, I don't think that sounds real. I think she was just telling you that.
1: You've met my mom. Yeah. She would do that. I, maybe. She, so she worked, she did a lot of work in our youth group and stuff, and our church had a, a sister church in central america Mm -hmm. so like learning spanish was imperative to working with the youth group because we went on missions trips there um so she and christina decided that they were going to actually take courses at the community college um and then there were days that they went and got their nails done it was a whole big old mess but the moment that they disappeared down the road we would go searching for the cable cord because my mom would unhook the cable cord and hide it somewhere in her room so that we couldn't watch MTV.
0: Now I know why you love treasure hunts.
1: <laughs> we would find it and then we would fight over what we were watching. But we always agreed on real world. Like all of us loved it. The, the first season I remember watching every single episode as they came out was the one with Irene mm-hmm. and the smack.
0: Yeah, the smack. The smack heard around the world. Yeah. Was that Miami? Seattle? Seattle. Yes. It was Seattle.
1: I Was that the one with the the gross peanut butter guy, too?
0: No, that was the season before Puck. that. Puck was the year before that.
1: See, I watched that whole season when it was out, too. Huh. I didn't like it as much, though.
0: Welcome to Real World Cast 2020.
1: The one that I remember loving from the moment it started was Hawaii.
0: Yeah. Like Hawaii was good.
1: I was so invested in Hawaii; it was ridiculous.
0: Was Hawaii coral? Or was coral in Seattle? What the hell? This podcast hasn't even started yet.
1: Hawaii was Amaya and Ro- Rosie. No, yes, the really um, alcoholic one that they had to stage an intervention for
0: Rosie was the robot from the Jetsons.
1: I love the Jetsons. Anyway, so we're just... We're prefacing this episode with all this real-world talk because that is the style of this episode of Boy Meets World.
0: Yeah. Uh, So where do we start? Classroom or not, Tanya? Not. Where do we start?
1: Previously. Oh, yeah, we start... On Boy Meets World. We start
0: on last week. This was weird.
1: It was, like, ten minutes. (laughs) It was so much. Previously on Boy
0: Meets World. And then it shows, like, the... The exact same thing we just watched last week, basically.
1: Yeah, they cut out maybe 10 minutes of the episode from last (laughs) week. And you see Chet and just like how awful he was at acting this part. Like it just hit me really hard in this previously on because he's just like, well, you've got a brother and you've got a brother. And I think you should move in with him. I feel like (laughs) Like, this
0: intro has started this. The beginning of our podcast has been incredibly negative.
1: (laughs) Well, you shouldn't have brought us up. Happiest season because I wasn't going to say anything about happiest season.
0: Mm, okay. Well, all smiles from here on out. Yeah. All smiles. Mm-hmm.
1: Everything about this episode is completely positive and optimistic.
0: So then we go to an actual episode. Classroom or we're not, Tanya?
1: Not. We're outside the apartment building. You can see all of the fire escapes.
0: Okay. I thought we were inside the apartment.
1: No, they show the outside, just like they show the outside of the houses.
0: Sean was sitting on, like, a couch or something. First,
1: you see the outside of the apartment building.
0: Oh.
1: As they have the music. And Mm -hmm. they go in, and Sean is sitting on the phone. And he's like, oh, of course, Janice. Um, I can pencil you in for Wednesday, but I'm also seeing so-and-so on Wednesday. Do you mind making it a double date? Or, like, he's just, like, talking. And at first, I was like, this is weird. And then he hangs up and you see cory shooting on a camera and he's like oh let's do this again
0: Corey's shooting a camera
1: (laughs) he's shooting on a camera he's shooting a video oh filming yes (laughs) okay literally the blurb is Corey shoots a school documentary
0: in our house we don't follow Disney Plus.
1: That's true. Finley always says, I'm filming a video.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: there's no film on a on a cell phone.
0: So what are we doing on vi- on cell phones? Shooting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, Corey's filming Sean. Shooting Sean, sorry. Corey shot Sean. <laughs> um And then it cuts to Jack walking in in a suit, and he's holding, like, an envelope, and Corey shoots him, too. And now it's just, it's terrible. Uh, Eric comes in. He gets shot. Uh, You're so annoying.
1: (laughs) So uh, Corey has a camera on his shoulder, and it is... It is um, recording what is happening in the apartment as Sean is on this fake phone call and Jack walks in and he's just like, hello, I'm back. I'm home from college where I got an A on my test and And he's wearing a suit.
0: And because I got an A, they want me to teach a class now.
1: And Corey's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This needs to be more realistic. This is a documentary from Mr. Feeney's film class. And like... I'm supposed to be capturing what's really happening in this apartment. And Sean's like, but my Wednesday really is completely booked up. And um, I keep wanting to call Jack Matt. Jack is like, and I really did get an A. And Corey looks perturbed. And then, boom, Eric comes in in a wetsuit and he's like, I just caught some really big waves downtown and Corey's like, Oh my gosh, you guys
0: And then he shoots everybody. <laughs> uh and then Corey has them all like restart the scene basically because Corey says this is supposed to be realistic. Um let's make it real and then it cuts to like the MTV real world style intro. Right.
1: It's like a real world like montage where it's like got like the scribbles on the screen with the arrows and it's like Jack The brother who needed roommates. Sean. The brother who found out he had a brother. Eric. And I can't remember what it says by Eric, but... Um,
0: it's like, this is a real story of three roommates who needed to, whatever. Right. Um, I didn't write it down.
1: Um, and so then like he films Sean and then Sean's like, I didn't even know I had, or I, I had never talked to my brother and now I live with my brother and I have to get to know him and blah, 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 blah. And then it shows him walking over to Jack who's like standing by the refrigerator. Open. Yeah, the open refrigerator that was driving me
0: crazy as a dad. Like, there's no chance I paid any attention to that when I was a teenager. But as a father, I was like, "Are you cooling the whole house, son?"
1: And at this point, our kids have like PTSD from having the refrigerator refrigerator <laughs> open for more than what a, a r- minute. Rough
0: go of it, huh?
1: I'm telling you, my mouth feels really funny from the soda. And
0: that's why you said refrigerator. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth feels funny, so I stopped saying half the word. Um, so the refrigerator is half open
1: <laughs> and Jack is eating cottage cheese and Sean is just like, oh, so you like cottage cheese, huh? And Jack's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: It was awkward silence. Um. And it cuts to Eric doing pull-ups on a on pull-up like a bar. towel
1: rod in the doorway. Mm-hmm. And he's like... Jack thinks he's a ladies' man. The ladies really do seem to like him, but, you know, wait till they see me.
0: He's not really competition for me. And then Corey films down, or shoots down, sorry. And Eric is on a uh, milk crate, so he's not really doing pull-ups. And he's like, don't
1: film that! Um, And then it goes to Jack, who's sitting on the couch with a guitar, and he's like, you know, ladies really like a sensitive and kind person. and, And I think Eric just isn't there yet. And then he like gives a big smile. He's like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, I can do that smile better.
0: And then it cuts to Sean who's talking and he says something about, you know, living there with his brother. And then he goes, no, 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 let's do that again. And then it cuts to?
1: The classroom. Classroom. So, so they've been watching.
0: The... Technically, <gasps> we were in the classroom though. Whole... Technically, the call was coming from inside the classroom. Okay,
1: so try it again. Try it again. Classroom or not, go do it.
0: Um, Hold on. All right, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Classroom, huh?
1: What?
0: Oh, I just, I got two in my head.
1: All right, no, we need to do this. All right,
0: Tanya. What? Classroom or not?
1: Guess what? (laughs) Guess what? We're technically in the classroom. Oh! Woo! Go,
0: girl! Um... (laughs) Anyway, so we're in the classroom where Corey has just shown the class his, I guess,
1: documentary, intro
0: to the documentary. Well,
1: he thought it was the whole thing.
0: Did he? Yeah. He didn't say that.
1: So what happens- That's what I thought, but- What happens was, what is happens that he- showed... was... <laughs> I'm glad I can amuse you. Me too. Every time you smile and laugh at me, I actually feel a lot of love, so I'm just going to- Good. I'm just going to revel in that. Then just keep
0: talking because I'm <laughs> bound to laugh some more.
1: Um. So Corey turns it off. Everybody's like, yeah, that was a good job. And Mr. fiend was like, hey, that was a really, really good start. Like a fantastic start to your film.
0: He says it was an excellent start. And Corey goes, a what? And I thought that it was the same thing that you're saying. But Corey really was surprised that mr feeney was calling something of his excellent
1: i also think that he was um insinuating that like while that was a good start there needed to be more to it and cory thought he was done i thought that doesn't mean it's true i don't want to hear about how wrong i am but From my perspective, it was both. He was surprised at both.
0: I thought that's where it was going, but they didn't really indicate that for sure. Uh, But we did see.
1: Um, So it pans out over the classroom. And who do we see in the back? Angela.
0: What? Hold on. It's Angela. Oh, okay.
1: Um, Angela's in the back and she like raises her hand and she. um... But we don't
0: know who Angela is yet.
1: No, just like this gorgeous girl in the back. That's. She's just, she's just a really, really, really pretty girl who all of a sudden has a voice unlike every other classmate other than Topanga, Corey, and Sean. Sean is not in this class, but Topanga is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this girl is called on. Mr. Feeney is like, yes, Angela. And, and that's how we know what her name is. Not because she becomes a very important part of the show in the future. Right. But, uh, Angela's like, um... You just ripped off real world. And Corey's like, um, this is my real world. Mm-hmm. And Topanga just flips her hair.
0: And, and Corey says that he doesn't know what show she's talking about. He's acting like he has no idea what's going on. Uh, but yeah. So uh, then we go to the apartment. Well,
1: yeah, Sean's putting on rollerblades.
0: I thought that there was a point here where Topanga started to kind of like second guess what Corey was doing. But no, Corey just Corey talks about how inspired he's feeling and how excited he is to to film his friends. And, mm-hmm. and I think to, to Topanga said something like
1: be careful, be careful or whatever. Or
0: whatever. Um, so, yeah, we go to the apartment apartment.
1: Um, Sean, in
0: real world style. In, yeah. There are two different film apartments style. There are two different apartments this episode. There's the apartment and then there's real world apartment.
1: Right. And we're recording now. So like it's Sean with his foot up on the coffee table, putting on rollerblades, talking about like his new living situation and stuff. And then it cuts to Sean running out of the bathroom in a towel. All wet. And Corey chasing after him in a rain hat and a full slicker and just Mm. like it's the funniest thing i've ever seen even his camera is like wrapped in like a raincoat yeah and sean's like you filmed me for five minutes in the shower how did he do that
0: with a camera
1: i know but why didn't sean beat his ass within the first five seconds maybe
0: sean was into it at first (laughs) some people like being filmed five
1: minutes was his threshold yeah
0: Maybe, like, he was like, all right, if you want to do this for a minute, that's fine. Okay, two minutes. This is a bit much, Corey. Okay, Corey, I really need to wash my ass, and that's not attractive. (laughs) And then it turned into a fight.
1: Right. So he's, like, chasing after Sean. He's like, it has to be real. It has to be raw. And And he says,
0: this is footage for the European version.
1: Right. And um, then the buzzer rings at the door, and... um, Sean goes to open the door and it's this like gorgeous girl with like really big, beautiful hair. And Corey starts going, Drop your towel.
0: <laughs> yeah. She says she's uh from the apartment upstairs or whatever. She's coming to see Jack. And um uh Eric says she's not or he's not here and Corey is like, Well, I'm just filming and whatever. Oh, well, she, or she goes, says why
1: <laughs> go
0: ahead and she says why is there a boy behind you dressed like Paddington Bear <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Eric says that she, he's filming Who? huh Sean says that he's filming a documentary for class and she's like oh I'm a film major I have a uh, a monologue from what is it umbrella or something <laughs> unicorn unicorn umbrella we're going to go with that. Unicorn Umbrella. She's got a documentary monologue from Unicorn Umbrella to do. And Corey is like, kiss her. And she goes, or er, Eric gets mad about it. And Who? She... <laughs> Sean gets mad about it. And Sean says, uh, leave her alone. And she says, I'm not afraid to do love scenes.
1: And she just like leans in. And... Lynn. <laughs>
0: Should we try again tomorrow? <laughs> do we have a
1: carbon monoxide
0: leak? Did you say carbon monoxide? Carbon. Oh, boy.
1: Okay. So she's like, I'm not afraid to do love scenes. And then she leans in and starts, like, making out with him. And then they pull away and they're both like, wow. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, writes her number on it Sean's takes, hand.
0: It takes about... A quarter of a second for her to write her entire phone number. And
1: she doesn't even look at it, so she could have just scribbled anything. And his hand is wet, so it's just it wouldn't take. Right. It wouldn't be there. But to be fair,
0: he knows what apartment she lives in. Three B. Three B. Don't take drink soda. (laughs) We know what (laughs) What? we know what it does to you. Don't
1: take drink soda.
0: (laughs) We're about to stop recording. And Corey is just like, "Oh, the plot thickens" as he zooms in with the camera. hmm Um. So anyway, we go back
1: to Chubby's. Oh, because
0: Corey says she came here for Jack. Jack, and then she ended up kissing Sean. The plot thickens.
1: Right. So now we're at Chubby's, we where to Sean, Chubbies. Topanga, and Corey are all sitting in a booth talking about. Um, everything going on, why Sean seems to be having trouble connecting with Jack and he's, Sean's just complaining about Jack and then
0: Topanga says, are you sure you're okay with this, Sean? And he says, what's like the filming? Yeah. And he says, yeah, I, I trust Corey. He's my best friend. I, he's not going to do anything stupid. I, you know, as I, I, I don't mind at all. And,
1: right. and then down the stairs comes Wendy.
0: Uh huh. The girl from Apartment 3B.
1: And Jack. Sean's. Together.
0: Sean's stepbrother. Half-brother?
1: Half-brother. They're not step... It's half... Sean's brother. Like, half-brother... Saying half-brother is ridiculous. It is a brother.
0: Okay. Sean's brother.
1: They come down. They're obviously on a date. They go to sit down. Sean is pissed. He's like, I can't believe he would do that to me. And it really is kind of one of those things where it's like obvious that... Jack isn't doing anything to him because Sean goes over to the table and Jack's like, Hey, like, I'm so it's so good to see you here. Like, what are you doing? And Sean's like, What do you mean? What am I doing? I'm so mad at you because you're out with this girl.
0: He says hi to Wendy, and then Jack is like, Uh oh, you guys know each other? And Sean's like, Let's go talk. And they walk away, they and- walk
1: five inches away from the yeah. table,
0: and Sean is like, I met her. At the apartment, I was in a towel. And Jack says, I met her in orientation. That's a lot less exciting than I thought it was.
1: It would have been so funny if he was like, I met her in orientation in a towel.
0: And uh, they hold up their hands and like got her number. And they both hold up their right hand at the same time. They both got her number. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jack is basically like, look, I had no idea. Right. And Sean is like, yeah, whatever. You definitely, you always do stuff like this. What are you guys doing right now? And he's like, we went on a date, concert and and dinner. Uh, Like,
1: we're just here at Chubby's for dessert. And Sean's like, of course you come in here with your high class, like the just dessert at Chubby's. Like, you took her out to dinner and to see a concert. Like, I could never afford to do that. He
0: says, I could never compete with that. And, and. Jack says it was never a competition. And Sean's like, yeah, it's it isn't now because I can't I can't do it. And Sean's being ridiculous. Yes. So that's probably why he was flying off the handle cuz he was just being ridiculous.
1: Right. Which in his defense, he is a 17-year-old boy in a college world now and has never had any real guidance except from Mr. Turner. Right. Like this is too much for someone like him.
0: Well, sure. Um, I mean, this was what he was going to learn when he went out on his own. Yeah. And so they, one of them storms off. I, I assume Sean storms I off. I feel
1: like it was Sean because Jack's on a date. Yeah,
0: Jack's not leaving Wendy from Apartment 3B. I
1: think he would, though.
0: For Sean? Yeah. I think he would, too, but at, not in this argument. Right. Okay. And Corey's filming it, and Topanga's like, Corey...
1: At this point, she is um, getting highly upset with Corey. She's just like, what you are doing is wrong. I don't think she's
0: really said that yet. She's just... It's clear.
1: It's all over her face. Right.
0: So Corey's just not picking up. And now we go back to the real world apartment Mm -hmm. where... um, they they cut to Jack talking about how this might have been a mistake to live with Sean. They cut to Sean saying it might be a mistake to live with Jack.
1: And the difference is that Jack is genuinely upset that he cannot
0: get through to get Sean.
1: Through. And not yeah. in a way that's like, I need to teach him or lead him. Right. All he wants is to know him.
0: He wants his brother.
1: Right. Um, and Sean is so bitter and angry that he would never have been able to see, like, that Jack had the best of intentions. Then it
0: cuts to Eric, who's in the basement doing laundry, and he's like, look at me doing laundry, unsupervised for the first time.
1: And And then we see, uh, Alan and Amy watching the tape, and... Amy's like, "Oh no. We didn't teach him how to do this." No. No, you don't put those in together.
0: Oh, and she says you're using hot water, which is important in a second.
1: Um, and so they're like yelling at the screen when Morgan, which we see Morgan for the first time in a while, she seems very small. In this episode, I think because everyone seems so much older now and she seems so the same as she was the last time we saw. Her. I think also
0: because she so she walks in with uh, uh, an Eric lookalike and is is calling him Eric. She's like, this is
1: Eric. This is this. And he's like, hey, mommy. Hey, daddy. And she's like, his real name is Larry, but I've hired him to be the new Eric. And um, they're both like, oh, my God. And they she's like, come on, Eric. And they like he follows her into the living room.
0: So I think part of the reason that she looked so small is because this Eric was probably about three or four inches taller than real Eric.
1: Yeah, I think he was eight feet tall. He was very tall. <laughs> he was Which very is tall. what made this next scene so funny to me because he really did seem like way taller than Eric. And Eric walks in to the kitchen.
0: And his shirt <laughs> has been washed in hot water. So it shrunk and it's a belly shirt. So you can see his abs, his, well, his stomach.
1: And he, even though his clothes seem, or his clothes are too small, they somehow make him look smaller. Yeah. So you've got super big, tall, new Eric. And then you've got, like, tiny old Eric with teeny tiny clothes on.
0: And he's like, hey, mommy. Hey, daddy. I'm going to need some new clothes. And sh- and Amy's like, yeah, we know.
1: And, and Alan says something like, he's an idiot. Cut mm. the cord. Last week, he couldn't let him out of the house. Yeah. It's so weird. I think Alan needs to go to a psychiatrist very Maybe. badly.
0: Maybe, but um, Eric comes over to Corey and he's like, "Look, I need you to get back to that apartment because I'm pretty sure Sean and Jack are about to kill each other."
1: And Corey grabs his camera. And yep. He's like, "Oh, oh, gotta go." Yeah, like gotta go record the death scene.
0: Yeah, so it cuts to the hallway of the apartment. They're not in yet. Right. It's Corey and Topanga, and Topanga is chastising Corey now. Like she is mm-hmm. telling him, like this is too much. You need to be his friend. And Corey's like, no, I'm like a, I'm like a filmmaker. Is this where he says the nature thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. She, he says, I'm. This is like a nature documentary, like. The documentarian can't just jump in and save the gazelle from the tiger. You have to watch it play out.
1: Yeah, and she's just like, you know, the difference is that the filmmaker is not friends with the tiger or the gazelle. Like, you need to put the camera down. You need to diffuse the situation the way that only you know how. You are not being a good friend.
0: But they go into the apartment. They go in the apartment. And uh, Jack and Sean are screaming at each other about concert tickets. Because Uh,
1: Jack felt bad about Sean, what Sean said. Yeah. And and he, you know, people who come from different classes don't understand the cues of the different classes. Right. So instead of, of hearing what Sean was saying about, like, well, I can't compete because I can't afford these things. And I, you know, he thought, oh, well, let me help him. Mm-hmm. And he buys Sean concert tickets. Right. Um, which I assumed was so that he could take Wendy somewhere, because, like, why else would he have done that? I mean,
0: Wendy or another girl or whatever. Yeah. Um, but.
1: And Sean's like, uh, I don't want anything from your dad's money. And Jack's like, I work every summer for my money. I work really, really hard all summer so that I can afford to live while I'm at school and I'm on student loans. And what do you have against my dad?
0: And Sean says, I don't know your dad. I don't, I, I don't have anything against him. What do you have against our dad, your real dad? And Jack gets angry and says, that's not my real dad. My real dad is the one who raised me. I don't know our dad.
1: He says, um, you know, I can't, I don't really feel anything for a person mm. that I don't know. And Sean's like, well, then I shouldn't have to either.
0: Bum, bum, bum. Damn. Damn, Sean. So now we go back to the backyard. Backyard where... um, Morgan (laughs) Morgan, and other Eric. I forgot. Morgan and fake Eric. Feric.
1: I think fake Eric is like sitting eating like a cheese stick or something in the background.
0: I would like to know Cassie's feelings on fake Eric. So please, in the Facebook group this week, let us know your feelings on fake Eric.
1: And Nicole, who is also a huge Hmm. Eric fan. Like... I thought that I'll tell you this later, but yeah. anyway, um,
0: Morgan's out there with Farrick
1: and uh, talking to Feeney over the over the fence, and Mr. Feeney is just like you know, like one, your brother still loves you, like you don't need to replace him, and also you can't replace a person with another person. And Morgan says something that's very, very sweet, and she's just like, I'm not trying to replace him. I'm just trying to make The uh, make missing him feel like a little less. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't I just want to miss him less. And it was very sweet.
0: But so then she goes, all right, Feeney, this is where you you would give Eric advice. So I'm going to need you to come over and give him advice just like you would Eric. And Mr. Feeney pulls him over and he goes, run. (laughs) And she takes Farrakh inside and Corey walks outside at the same time.
1: And, um, Corey comes over and is like, okay, Mr. Feeney, when you told me I could be a really good filmmaker, which what does Mr. Feeney actually know about filmmaking? Why is he the judge of this? This is the most random thing. Mr. Feeney's film class. He's not a film teacher, but yeah. whatever. Um you know, were you serious when you said I could be an excellent filmmaker? And Mr. Feeney, you know, starts to talk him through it. And it's like, why are you questioning this? And and Corey says, Topanga thinks that I need to dial back on this film and be more of a friend to Sean through this. Um, what do you think?
0: And Mr. Feeney basically says, I think you have the capability and the the you have a chance here to become a very... Um, passionate and caring filmmaker. Because
1: and, you are a very sensitive and, and caring person.
0: And he goes, I'll be real interested to see how your story plays out. And Corey goes, my my film. And Mr. Feeney is like, ah, oh, yes, your film, Mr. <laughs> Matthews. So, and
1: Alden goes... When did Mr. Feeding get a greenhouse? I did
0: say that, because there was a greenhouse in the background. I've never seen it before.
1: It's always been there.
0: Apparently, I guess. So anyway, uh, we go back to the apartment. Um, this is a real apartment, right? This isn't a real world apartment.
1: Yeah, I think this is this is. This is where we're just seeing Eric and Jack oh, yeah. in the apartment. So Corey's not there filming. Right. Eric and Jack have the girls from 3B mm-hmm. at the apartment. Dancing. Wendy, who we've met, and then I guess her roommate, who we haven't met. And Eric is, like, busting some moves with this girl. In the
0: middle of the kitchen. In
1: the kitchen. It's adorable. And Jack is, like... Just barely hanging on by a thread, just yeah. like moving slowly back and forth, and like it's when... like Finley
0: when we ask him to clean the kitchen. <laughs> it looks like
1: Finley all the time. <laughs> um, where was I? Oof. So
0: they're dancing. Um, Eric is like Jack. You need to liven up a little bit, and she's like, "You seem you seem so depressed." And Eric says, "No, no, no. You just you got to get to know him, like on the inside." Party animal. On the inside, he's dancing like crazy. Dance on the outside, Jack.
1: (laughs) And they keep dancing for like two seconds. And and Wendy goes, you do seem really depressed. Do you want me to do my unicorn umbrella monologue?
0: And Eric goes, oh, that's it. Nope. Night's over.
1: Bye, guys. And like kicks the girls out. Mm -hmm. And he starts to talk to Jack. And he's like, He's like, uh, you know, it's really it's really great being a big brother or something like that. And Jack's like, I wouldn't know. And um, Eric's like, let me tell you a story. When I was 12, my dad took us to a baseball game.
0: Gave gave them money to go to a baseball game.
1: No, he took them to a baseball game. He gave them money for the uh, hot dogs. Ah, I see. Because Corey was basically a baby because a time jump has not happened yet. Hmm. So he's like six. What if
0: in this flashback, Eric is 12 and Corey's 38. (laughs) Just like, time has no meaning in this world.
1: I mean, it doesn't, but um, so Eric is given money to go get two hot dogs and he goes to get the hot dogs and eats them both on his way back. And he realizes it. (laughs) He didn't know it as he was eating them. But He realizes it and then he feels really bad. So he Goes and basically begs for money from every person who could give him a dime or a quarter or whatever until he has enough money to buy a new hot dog. And he goes and gets the new hot dog and he brings it to Corey. And he says, Corey's little chubby hands reach out. And he had a big smile on his face. And he giggled. And he giggled.
0: And then he takes a foul ball right in the side of the head, knocks him out cold. Corey never giggled again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Jack is like, that is the worst story. I think that might be worse than Wendy's unicorn umbrella story or monologue. And Eric was like, yeah, it was. Now tell me one about your brother.
0: And Jack is like, I don't have any. (laughs) Uh, I would also like to point out, Eric did the thing where he you acted like Eric accidentally eating two hot dogs was crazy but how many times have you eaten something and been like wait what did i do that every day i do it all the time like constantly and especially like i i was trying to cut because i was having skittles every day right and it was too much it was... and then you
1: try to cut back by eating only uh peppermint patties <laughs> and three musketeers it was
0: it was making me sick so i didn't want to have all the skittles all the time i would because at work i would just have like Definitely, like every time in the afternoon, I will have like a. I will set aside a few Skittles where I. My allotment, like this is my allotment for Skittles. And then later this afternoon, I will eat another allotment of Skittles. That way, my Skittles are getting me through the day instead of being uh, uh, an impulsive treat. And every time I do that, I look down and the bag is empty and my mouth is full of Skittles and I'm trying to remember what happened to the Skittles. Anyway, that story was a lot funnier the first time when I told it right before our computer crashed. <laughs> and we lost half the story. So, that's why my heart wasn't really in the end of that skittle story.
1: My heart was still in it.
0: Um, so, we cut to the street, right? The old street. The old street we've seen a million times.
1: Except we haven't. We've never seen this street before. But Sean is on this busy sidewalk...
0: Bouncing a tennis ball.
1: Bouncing a tennis ball in front of this door that we've never seen before. When Corey comes around the corner and is like, I thought I'd find you here.
0: I knew I'd find you here. Oh, duh.
1: This place. This this place that we've been to so many times. And.
0: And And, what? and
1: Corey says, I haven't been here since before you. I haven't been here since you moved to the trailer park.
0: And you can't see the face Tanya's making because it's an audio medium, but...
1: So, Sean, in one of the seasons, Uh I don't know what we determined. I think it was like season three. I felt like it was actually season two, but you think it was season three.
0: We didn't need to rehash that part, the boring (laughs) part. (laughs)
1: John Aspie or Channing Arnold, tell us what season this was when Sean made it very clear that he and Corey have only really been friends for a couple of years because he lived in different states before he moved to Philadelphia. Yeah,
0: he went from, like, Tennessee to Montana to South Dakota to whatever. Like Right.
1: And now he basically was, like, born in this apartment and then moved to a trailer park.
0: Yeah. He says that, uh, um, he tells Corey to start filming.
1: Right, Get your camera out. And Corey actually was hesitant about it because he has been completely bitched out by Topanga, who has told him, like, under no circumstances are you supposed to be recording this, that you need to help your friend. And Sean's like, get out the camera. Mm -hmm. And Corey's like, are you sure? Like, is this what you want to do? That was very kind of you, Corey, to finally ask that. But anyway.
0: He has definitely asked. So... Sean gives a whole like monologue where he's just like, look, I was 10 or I was seven when I first found out that I had a brother.
1: And I was so excited because I always wanted a brother. And when I was 10, I wrote him 15 letters and I sent out all these letters and I never got anything back. And that was when I realized that my brother didn't care about me and he still doesn't.
0: And then you hear Jack from around the corner go... (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Tanya. What does he say?
1: I never got any letters. <laughs> I never got any letters.
0: Um,
1: please, sir.
0: Um, so he says he never got any letters. And Sean is just like, bullshit, Yeah, Jack. Get out of here with that nonsense. You definitely got these letters. And you threw them away because you don't care about me. And Jack is like, what the hell? And he starts, uh, uh, Sean starts walking away and Corey puts the camera down finally and grabs Sean. And he's just like, "Uh, wait.
1: You're not not listening to him.
0: You're not listening. And Sean tells him, like, what are you, this is, why did you stop filming? And And he's
1: like, it's not about the film anymore. This is about your life. And you need a happy ending. Give it a happy ending. Mm. So Jack and Sean start to hash it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jack says to him, like, my mom must have thrown the letters away as they came in, which means his mom was really shitty, just like Chet.
0: Surprise, surprise, puppy, surprise. <laughs> and, uh, and Jack says, because if, if I had known that you wrote me those letters and you wanted to see me, I would have gotten on the first bus I saw and come to see you and found you, uh, because I cared. Just like now, I found you, right? That's not, it was way better. Yeah, it was so good. Was so Jack good. is
1: a sweet angel. And um, so then we cut to the apartment mm-hmm. where there's just like worlds everywhere. Real world. Oh, yeah.
0: It's real world apartment.
1: Yeah, real world apartment.
0: <laughs> real world apartment.
1: <laughs> world is like the hardest word for me to say, and I don't know why.
0: It's just weird to sandwich it in, in between other words. Right. Like, real world road rules is the hardest phrase in the world to say. Thank you. I, I always just,
1: thought it was just me. I just had
0: to say it real slow to make it work. But, like, mm-hmm. if you try to say it fast, real world rules.
1: Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. But even real world, like, saying it just, like, fast is difficult for me. It always has been. Which is why I've had so much trouble tonight.
0: And that's why we started a podcast. <laughs> because <laughs> we're such good
1: Other than the word world, I'm very eloquent.
0: Really? No. I want to cut back. Super cut. Back to flashback. Previously on Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. All the things the time you step on. Um... So, yeah, it's real world. The apartment's a mess.
1: There's just clothes, like, hanging over the banisters and stuff just everywhere. And Jack's like, all I'm asking is that you pick up after yourself. And Sean's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm telling you, you're a pig. And they go, like, he, like, zooms it on Sean's face. Like, my brother just called me a pig. And he smiled. Mm -hmm. So he's very happy to be degraded by his brother. Yeah, because he's
0: got his brother finally yeah so uh we cut now to the post-credits scene
1: um and during the credits uh we see eric doing laundry again Mm -hmm. um he's like okay like look at me i'm doing laundry again he's like it's swirling around and around that's how it gets that's how it gets dry um and then we go to other eric who's like i would have been a great eric And we cut to Morgan, who's like, he wasn't even that good of an Eric.
0: (laughs) She says he's not as good as he thought he was.
1: And then we cut to Alan and Amy, who are like, we didn't want to tell Morgan, but he stole. And Alan pulls out this bunny, and he's like, we found this in his bag.
0: A stuffed bunny, like a stuffed animal.
1: We cut to Mr. Feeney.
0: (laughs) Well, first we cut to Corey. Corey's sitting in a chair and he just like goes on this long thing where he's like, "Ah, "Disney wants to buy the rights to my film." Um, I'm
1: thinking Sundance, maybe. uh, Yeah, I want to take the more independent. independent.
0: Yeah, and then it cuts to Mr. Feeney who like walks. Into the camera. And he's like,
1: I'm thinking about selling my house. <laughs> he's
0: like, I thought, I always thought they would get older. The kids would get older and everything would kind of mellow out. And it's just only gotten worse. He's
1: like, it just keeps getting crazier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was the funniest thing that's happened. Yes. Um, anyway, that's the episode. Tanya. Yes. How did you feel about it?
1: I don't know. Okay. So much happened so fast. Well,
0: it's an impossible. Thing. it's a, It was an impossible podcast episode.
1: So much happened so fast that I almost didn't, like, have a chance to feel much about it. It just was like, boom, boom, boom. It, do- it didn't give a chance to, like, actually have feelings towards it. Like, I like the episode, and I thought that it was good that, you know, Jack and Sean worked things out. But for the most part, it moved too quickly for me to have an actual like feeling reaction to it.
0: I think I disagree with you. Mm I I think we feel that I feel the same way, but I think that's because we're trying to write down everything that's happening. Like we're taking notes while it's going. And it was impossible to try to keep up with notes and keep up with the story and everything else. So I, I I think that's why it felt that way.
1: Right. I no, I I pretty much agree with that. Anyway. Um but for what I you know saw of it and like I think that Jack is such a sweet character and I think that he is so good for Sean It's very hard to watch Sean not let him in. It all makes sense, like, why Sean doesn't want to let him in and stuff. Like, none of that is unrealistic. And
0: none of it's out of character for Sean. This is how he's been for five seasons.
1: And every time he has let someone in, like, they do screw him over. So Mm -hmm. it does make sense that that is how he would feel. But from an outsider's perspective, like, Jack is so sweet to the point where, like, he's so distracted by what's going on with his brother that he can't even have, like, a normal date. And... Um, I am like, I'm just so happy we're in the Jack era and, um, otherwise, I, I mean, I thought it was a good episode. I just didn't really feel much about it.
0: I, so I'm going to do a quick, and I just thought of this while you were talking about the episode, I'm going to do a quick rewrite book it version of this episode i think this episode would have been so good if they have Corey filming everything and they show everything blah 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 you know and and he's fighting with a about it whatever mm-hmm. it ends with Corey showing sean the final version and in the final version he's just cut to all of the things that jack is doing for sean to show sean like yeah oh. no this this is this is what he said here this is what he was doing here you got mad at him but this is what he was doing
1: that would have been good, except for the fact that generally when something like that does happen in a movie or show or anything like that, where it's like, but see, this is what he was really doing. It almost is manipulative. Like, you can say, like, these are the things that he did for you and and you're not seeing it. But I don't know. I feel like...
0: Mm, I like it. I think it's the best I mean, you episode I've ever Congress. written. <laughs> um, so anyway.
1: I mean, Sean is going to only see what he wants to see like he's only going to understand what he wants to understand like they're gonna be fine
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it, the he, it, he has to gradually let his walls down it can't just be an overnight thing and if cory were to have done that what you just said it would have been like throwing it in his face and he still would have felt almost like he didn't deserve it. Like it, there is an undeserving feeling that he feels. And and I just, I don't know that that would have changed things as much as him gradually letting Jack in.
0: Yeah, maybe, but I like my episode. I do like but your episode. at the too. end of my episode, I definitely wrote you asking me.
1: Oh, how did you feel about this episode? <laughs>
0: Um, I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. Um, it was realistic. It was frustrating to watch Sean act that way. But like we've said, it's it's realistic. Like that's mm-hmm. how he would have responded. That's how this character would have responded. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's shown no signs of being anybody else. Right. For, for five years.
1: He's really the consistency in this television show.
0: <laughs> right. Um, and it's not unrealistic for Jack to be uh, flummoxed by mm-hmm. it because this isn't something that he's ever dealt b- with before. He thought he was coming here to see his, his little brother. Mm-hmm. His He was coming to see his little brother and it's been a nightmare for him ever since. Like his brother's, like he's doing all these nice things for his brother and his brother is just mad at him. Um, so he's coming to grips with that. Um, the only person, well, so two things. Corey should have seen how it was going, which is why having Corey hold the camera kind of makes sense because he's not intervening because he thinks he's recording something Right. where he could have just stepped in from the beginning and said, Sean, you're taking this wrong because of how you feel about things. Jack, this is what Sean's doing. You guys can kind of meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Topanga's yelling at Corey the whole time about this. Mm -hmm. Topanga's also watching it play out.
1: Yeah. Why didn't she do anything?
0: Right. She's friends with Sean, too. Why is she just going, Corey, you need to say something.
1: Yeah. Like, she's obviously enough friends with Sean that she told Sean she was moving to Pittsburgh. Like, right. <clears throat> so, obviously, she could have stepped in 100%. Right. I also, like, as you're talking, I'm seeing other things. So, like, I don't feel bad this time, though, because you talked while I was saying how I felt about the episode, too. Right. So. I think there's a little bit of a line. Just so you of... know, if you
0: tell me how you're going to rewrite the episode, I'm going to tell you I hate it.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no um. So in the beginning, everyone was acting ridiculous, uh-huh. like for the camera. And I wonder how much of what Corey was watching he thought was also being done for the camera. Like what? I wonder if in his brain he was watching them act ridiculous for the camera Mm. and then it sort of melded into all the melodrama. And, like, how was he supposed to decide that that was what was real and the other stuff was fake? Like, he was just recording and they were allowing him to do so.
0: Right. I don't necessarily think anyone here is wrong. Um Like, I'm not, I'm super not putting the blame on Topanga. I'm just saying, like, she also could have said something. Absolutely. Uh, but I I don't think Corey was wrong either. Corey was just trying to shoot, uh, shoot people.
1: Yeah, and they were letting him. They were just like, go off, Corey.
0: Shoot me, Corey. (laughs) Um, anyway, uh, that's how I feel about this episode. I liked it. I thought Mm -hmm. it was good. Um. I I am enjoying Jack more now than I did as a teenager so far, two Mm -hmm. episodes in.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But that's not saying much yet.
1: I honestly thought that the best things I've seen in a while are other Eric with Morgan. Because, like, I don't remember that. and It caught me so off guard. Like, I was laughing so hard. and then Mr. Feeny at really the end, funny. he's just like, "I'm thinking about selling my house."
0: No, the 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 weirdest thing about this whole thing to me, and this whole season so far to me, is that uh, we started this show. Uh, I don't know two two years ago, and when we did that, we slash I made. The plan that we wouldn't watch Boy Meets World other than for the podcast, right? And at that time, it was always like, "How are we going to wait a week to watch another episode? Like, why are we doing this?" Um, but now we're two years in, and it's so weird that I haven't seen any of these episodes in years now, right? Um, because of what we're doing, like we haven't watched Boy Meets World for 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 just random nightly enjoyment
1: which we used to do all the
0: time right so now we're watching these and it really has gotten to a point where i have a terrible memory and i'm watching these going i i don't remember this at all
1: well and then the fact that like some of the episodes i mean we started doing this two years ago regularly right but before that it was like two years before that that we did the first few episodes but i have so much trouble remembering what happened in prior episodes that we recorded Right. because of the fact that it was years ago and we haven't watched anything but one episode per week since. Yeah. Like, everyone else can just be like, oh, you know what? I want to just watch season two tonight and they can fall asleep to it. We can't do that.
0: No, we have to fall asleep like Cavemen, the Futurama, and... <laughs> and last
1: night it was regular show last night
0: was a regular show for tanya but i didn't fall asleep to a regular show because that's a uh, a weird show to fall asleep to
1: you didn't enjoy it
0: it's just not a sleep show yeah there are sleep shows yeah regular show is not one mm. i ended up turning it off what did you turn on i don't think i turned anything on i think mm. i just turned it off and yeah. played fire emblem for like 10 minutes until i got sleepy Fire Emblem's so good, guys. I don't and know Dash if Dash
1: you... and Lily's so good too.
0: I don't know if you guys have heard any of this stuff before. Um, anyway, are we done? I think so. I think we're done. And I'm sorry to future in because editing. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to say before we go?
1: Um, maybe only that you can find us at
0: BMG and BMW. On what? I don't know where Tanya.
1: On Twitter at BMG and BMW.
0: You couldn't not do the whole thing? <laughs> or you can email us at bmg and BMW at gmail.com.
1: Or you can join our group on Facebook. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar. And then you can just like, get approved and come talk to all of us. Um, everyone in there is lovely and wonderful and such a joy. And
0: you, too, can find out what Cassie, Eric superfan number one, thinks of fake Eric. <laughs> That'll do it for us, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, we are.
0: We are spent. Yes. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 5, Episode 2.
1: Class dismissed.